Whoa there, space cowboy. Brokeback Bebop is a podcast with explicit content intended only for mature bounty hunters. Listener discretion is advised. Listen to all 40 steamy sessions of the show right now by supporting Brokeback Bebop at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one, let's jam! Thanks for stopping by, Mr. Zonde. Have a great rest of your day, sir. <laughs> Watch out for that rain. Chocolate rain. That's who that guy is, right? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Brokeback Bebop, everyone. I hope everybody's doing okay and you're ready for another week of this stuff. You ready, buddy? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but but Zach, I, I got this weird, like, thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got Yes, a... and tell me about it. <laughs> I got bit by something and it left this, like, weird purple rash. I'm just not feeling like myself. Yeah, I, I do tend to do that. I apologize. Uh, I just had to give you a little nibble. It'll clear in six to eight months. I deserved it. I did leave you in the fridge for a year. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Brokeback Bebop. I am Zach. Hi, I'm Steven. And today we're talking about the 11th session of Cowboy Bebop. Right before we started recording this today, Steven was like, oh, hell yeah, we get to do Ganymede Elegy. We've done it already. <laughs> We did it already. <laughs> we did it last time. Today we're talking not about that one. We're talking about Session 11. It's Toys in the Attic. The episode was storyboarded by Kunihiro Mori. It was directed by the same person, Kunihiro Mori. And it was written by Mishiko Yokote. The episode originally aired in Japan on May 15, 1998. And in the U.S. on October 8, 2001. What I want to ask you, what's your Bible as it comes to leftovers in the fridge? I will eat leftovers. Danny doesn't eat leftovers unless I heat them up and present them as if they're not leftovers. So uh, for me, I'm I'm all good with leftovers. I like it. Well, I don't I'm saying have like leftovers, specifically, though. what are your rules? Do you have a like this type of food is good for this period of time? What's your max? How old? As long as it doesn't gross me out to open it, I'll eat it. I have a little more class than that, I think. I'm actually really picky with leftovers. I really like leftovers. I really like having leftovers. But if I haven't eaten something the second day after, I'll throw it away. Mm. I either have to eat it the next day or the day after that. And some things then I will open it and it'll gross me out. What are your favorite yeah, leftovers? I don't really care. What do you like to eat cold? Cold pizza? Are you a cold pizza boy? Cold pizza, cold hot wings. Oh, uh, cold hot wings is great. Yeah, cold hot wings are really good. I know you don't really like boneless wings, but that's kind of the way to have them. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a boneless wing guy. It takes all the fun out of it. For well, me. it's because you have no shame. Some of us don't like to put on a presentation of, of carnivory while we are eating at a Yeah, you, you've seen freeze. me eat hot wings in person, haven't you? 
Yeah. Well, I know that you've Thanks done it BWTs. so much that you have a method to it, but I feel like your average person can't do it without making a clown out of themselves. And Buffalo yeah. Wings offer a nice fork option situation. Yeah, I, that bone is clean. You could wash a baby yeah. with that bone when I'm yeah. done with it. I've seen how your tongue can work. <laughs> yeah, really just like, you know in cartoons when they like put a fish in their mouth and pull out yeah. like the skeleton? I was it's thinking like that, more, can chicken. you put the entire hot wing in your mouth and you pull it out and it's the bones like tied in a knot to show that you're good at <laughs> analingulus <laughs> yes actually those are my two go-to leftovers as well i like that shit because then yeah, there's some I stuff don't that's have not leftovers. as good you know like leftover fries mm-hmm. not a good thing uh, I, well boneless wings and pizza are the two times that i often am most likely to have leftovers mm-hmm. uh, because often like lily and i will order a pizza and it'll get here late and really, after we've eaten, like, two pieces a piece were fuller than we thought we were going to be, especially if you get mm-hmm. breadsticks or something. So you sure. usually end up with extra pizza and boneless wings, or not boneless wings, wings in general. For whatever reason, that's the time when I am able to go to a restaurant and be like, I'm going to order around 50 of something. Yeah. For whatever reason, that's allowed and acceptable there. <laughs> they, they don't bat an eye. They're like, yes, 50 pieces of chicken coming right up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bring home like 30 of them. <laughs> yeah. The most recent leftovers I had, though, there's a really good Japanese place that I order from on Uber Eats sometimes, and they have like really good ramen, actually. And when they mm-hmm. deliver it, they deliver the contents of the ramen in one container and then the broth in another one, which is amazing. Because I oh, don't use the whole sure. thing of broth in the ramen that I like eat at the time. So I save it, and then you can use that broth again to make your own ramen the next day. So I did that, and it's delicious. It's amazing. Baby, you got a stew going. Yeah, I make so a you're fair okay amount of ramen. Because like, so. a lot of times when you order ramen, it's like a bowl of soup with all the stuff in it. Yeah. And it like a soggy. lot of noodles, but a lot of broth. And mm-hmm. soggy, or it's just a lot. You, if you just want more of like a, a wet noodle, not like soupy yeah. noodle. Yeah. Well, really and like and ramen. Japanese ramen is traditionally mm-hmm. served in pretty sizable portions nowadays around the fishers indiana area there are some good places to go get ramen nice i've been to a couple places in chicago that i like that are pretty pretty good i went to a thai food place for for lunch the other day and i got like a delicious like spicy basil pork fried rice Mm. Ooh, very like nice the spice was so good because it was a different kind of spice. It was a little bit of a dry heat. It was just, you know, not your average spice. It was like, totally. I could tell that it was like a Thai family that was running the place and they like knew what they were doing. And mm-hmm. it's one of those places where they're like, stupid American, you say you want spicy, you don't want spicy. You don't want spicy. And I'm like, I want pretty spicy. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hurt myself at this lunch, but I am of that stature yeah. So, like, spice me up. Hit me with it. Yeah. Hit me with it. Let's talk about the episode. Before we get into what we thought about it, did you write down any trivia? I do have some trivia for you. I have two trivia questions. Yeah, I just have two as well. They're kind of softballs. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I'll let you go first, Zach. Wow. Age before Such beauty. a generous lover. Sure. What? <laughs> I guess I am older than you by months, right? By a... Yeah, like six months. Half a year. What two creatures are offered to Jet as medicine? Ooh, it's kind of like a little salamander guy. I put a green uh, lizard kind of thing. Yeah. Um, What does Faye roll in the gamble with Jet? Snake eyes. Snake eyes. Correct. And my other question, what did Spike leave in the fridge for a year? Oh, uh, Gallymede Rock 
Lobster. Ganymede, Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster? I can't do it. Can you do the Rock Lobster voice? B-52s. Do you know that song? Yeah. I, I think more of the Rock Lobster! The Rock Lobster! Uh, VeggieTales did a version called Rock Monster that slapped. Oh, yeah? Nice. I think it was from the, the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything movie. Okay, well, let's use that to segue into the episode. I have one more question. I kind of thought... I kind of thought in a, I have one no, more question. No, you don't. I kind of thought in I another have one more universe, question. this exact plot, this exact plot would have made a great episode of Veggie Tales. Oh hell yeah! Okay, go ahead. Ask me I agree. a bullshit question. Where does Faye get bitten? So on the arm. Mmm. Mmm. Is it somewhere a little more lewd? Wink. I mean, it depends on who you are, I guess. Right, <laughs> right on the foot. No, she was uh, bitten on her right calf. The most erotic right part of the body. Okay. Yeah, I could sexualize a right calf. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you were crazy you just made. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this episode. Before we watched it, you went on a thing about um, hey. the last time you watched it. Oh, my God. What? Hey. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Do your thing. You're missing something. Uh, Zach was trying to skate his way out no, of so the, today's episode the people's is about favorite a little old segment. baby blob that just slides around. Well, I'm not. <laughs> this doesn't count. This is not. Hey, it. don't don't start I'm moving. Past I it. everything from the time that I announced the segment is taken into consideration. So we got to be careful with with what you're doing there. And we're gonna find but out you everyone did Zach you comprehend you never will the episode this week. <laughs> The part of the show where we find out if Zach comprehended the episode this week. Um, Zach, it's our first bottle episode. Sure. How do you feel about your comprehension? I mean, they're only they're all on the ship. Yeah, I feel fine. Okay, Zach feels fine. I, I, I can't think that we need any more fanfare or hoopla before we get going. As always, it's a matter of can I get it all out in 20 seconds, but I feel mm-hmm. like I have as good of a chance as any with this one. You know what? My hopes for you are high. Thanks. Yeah. Because we <laughs> got go, like always. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so something mysterious bites Jet while they're all having downtime on the ship, and everyone searches after what this thing is. Uh, everyone one by one is hit by this thing, while while Spike especially takes after this thing, which ends up being a fucking blob from a fridge. The lesson of the story is throw that fridge into space. It's gone, and then they all die. I think. Stop. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, sure. Cause like, did I miss anything? How to process? That. Cause like, did I miss anything? You talked about Spike a lot. Called it this thing. You didn't say what the thing ended I up being. I said that it came from the fridge, but I didn't say it was a lobster. Sure. Yeah. I throw um, throw the fridge in space. You did say throw the fridge in space. They all died. Um, not Ed. No, Ed, Ed got also was not bitten. I thought Ed got bit at Ed the very end. I'm almost positive. That no, Ed, Ed ate the thing. Oh, true, true. I was. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop listening to me. All the shit I said counts. That didn't count. That didn't count. Can I get it? ref? Can you pull a card? They pulled a card. It was a queen of diamonds. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? (laughs) That means somebody's getting Sancho'd later. Find out what that means on next week's episode. I actually don't. That doesn't have anything to do with the show. I just made, I just said a word. I think Sancho's a kind of like Japanese salt. I don't know. I feel like I did better than you're about to grade me for. Hey, Zach, why don't you not assume what the proctor of this exam is? You don't know what kind He's of... going to say. Maybe I'm playing mind games. I don't think it's helping you. <laughs> C plus. 
Why? It was very surface level. You didn't actually tell me anything. You said there was a thing a lot. You kind of danced around it. I didn't. Yeah, get I'll be honest. Uh, singing that "Panic at the Disco" song as you were counting it down, it threw you up. It didn't help yeah. me. I would have done better had it I not, not done that. I agree. You were a little delayed on your start, you know, but it's okay. <laughs> C plus, not bad. Okay, just wasn't anything to write home about. Like, don't put it on your fridge, yeah, but don't like C+, throw it away and hide it either. What do you think about this week's episode of the show? <sighs> So this is an episode that I have a lot of conflicting thoughts about because I love the characters, I love the show, Mm -hmm. but no matter how many times I watch this episode or even video essays that I've watched on why it is actually a good episode, it's just not for me. It's not my favorite of the show. I Mm -hmm. think that I enjoy some aspects of it and I think that it's well done for what they're trying to do. It's not my favorite episode. Why? Give me a little bit more of the why of it. I don't have a problem with an episode being inconsequential. Most of the episodes of Mm -hmm. this show are inconsequential. But I think that for me, as well made as this show is, I think that this episode could have been written in a way that either built a little more suspense. Because we know they're not going to kill off the entire main cast. Sure. We don't really get a resolution other than the fact that, okay, the fridge is gone and then Ed ate the thing. I don't but think that... But they're all still sick and lying on the floor. They're all still sick yeah. and, like, unconscious floating around in zero gravity, which is, it's funny, like, it's a uh, allowed... Well, they're pretty much the left for dead without a hint of what's going to happen, and it's not something exactly. that's continued in the next episode. There's not a lot of dialogue this episode at all. There's a little bit of narration over the top, which is a little bit different for this show, too. Sure. And it switches from Jet narrating and then goes straight to Spike narrating, when I think it could have been a little bit better done if it went through each of the characters as they got bitten. Like, it started with Jet, and then it switched to Faye, and then when Faye got mm-hmm. bit, then it switched to Spike, and at the very end, it switches to Edward, I think would have been really funny and would have tied together the theme a little bit better. But yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't fill my cup the way the show normally does. I don't dislike it. I don't skip it when I watch through the show. But it's not one that I'm ever going to choose to watch out of context. I think I like this episode more than you did, but mm-hmm. most of my... Smaller criticisms are a lot of the things that you're bringing up. One big mm-hmm. one being the resolution. Um, It could have ended like all of them on the floor or something, but we didn't even get yeah. really an explanation. Of, like we know what the thing is, but we don't really know what it is. But why did it turn it into is. a poisonous Yeah, we don't really know fast. what it is or like what the effect is. Neither do they, but... Uh, I don't know, there there should have been something, or at the very least, I would have liked if the next episode didn't have to be about that, but if it started with them being like, that really sucked. Addressing it, yeah. Kind of shaking off the being And I'm like 99.9% sure they don't bring it up. I've watched the episode today, they yeah. do not. The other issue that I have with the episode is, I like the idea of a bottle episode. I like yeah. the idea that this is an episode that really puts us not quite in real time, but really what it's like to be like just stuck on a ship all day. It's Mm -hmm. not always like action and espionage. Sometimes you're just stuck on the ship all day with nothing to do. Yeah. Um, Was this the episode where the ship says something and it's like 86 hours before they're going to get where they're going? Was that in this one or is that the next one? I think it's got to be It might have been at the very beginning, yeah. Uh, Which is a long-ass time, if you think about it, to be stuck on a thing. What I think this episode gets wrong is a little bit of what makes Bottle episodes so special. Uh, We come from talking about a show every week that really knows how to do a Bottle episode. Yeah. The episode, like, takes characters out of the mix too fast. Mm -hmm. And the episode, like, really needs 
them having something to work on together or something to strive for together. Or it should have gone a little bit heavier on like the horror movie element of it. And it could have been more of a, a killing them off one by one. It's like almost there, but it's not quite baked all the way yeah. through. There's a huge missed opportunity to actually add a little bit of like horror to this episode. When Spike like just gets through the door and like has his back to it, it would have been mm-hmm. perfect if you take that exact same scene and just add one big thud on the thing behind him, like the thing's trying to get him. Like that would have been so easy to do, so mm-hmm. smart. And would have added mm. a little bit of like fear to it. like oh shit like this thing's actually after him you know and also Faye in the bathtub that's a classic horror movie scenario yeah it made me think of that movie Slither is that what it's called do you know oh Slither? yeah 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 that's what it made me think of or that Curse the Dog episode when the bitch is coming through the bathtub yeah let's mm. talk about the plot of the episode what little there is to it so they're stuck on the ship for a long time and I like the speech at the beginning where Jet's kind of talking about. Kind of what I said that, you know, being a bounty hunter and living on your own and working on your own may sound exciting, but they're really self-employed. And that means a lot of times they don't have any work, which means they don't have any money. And Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, But then basically what happens, Jet, he's like in, what is it of the ship where this other refrigerator is? Like a basement kind of thing? Or is it the attic? It's like a storage room. Toys in the attic. Uh, It's like the storage room with this old thing. He gets bit by it. The episode has this weird connecting like uh the suspense is kind of supposed to be at first we don't know what the thing is even though we see jet at the fridge we think maybe it's a rat we have those weird like tubular Mm -hmm. like following something through the ship that we think it might be a rat and then it's some blob uh uh, ed leads us to believe that's like a space alien which maybe it kind of is some like bacteria Mm -hmm. alien or something yeah. And what? This blob chases them down one by one. There's kind of a running thing where Jet and Spike have these goggles that helps them see the thing. I didn't quite get yeah, that. Yeah, infrared. But they can see the thing without them, too. It's just a blob. Yeah, but it's easier to, to track something when you can see thermally because Spike can see, like, through the walls and stuff. That's how he saw that Ayn was, like, above him. I feel like we talked about last week how... I asked if this episode was like the fly episode of Breaking Bad, and I feel like it kind of is. Yeah. Especially with the spike angle of like trying to find this thing Loading and up like it all out. the weapons, and he's like, I'm going to fuck this little thing up. It did kind of like, me of that a little bit. At the very beginning of the episode, when uh, Jet and Faye are having their like little dice game, that they're mm-hmm. gambling, so he's like, you know, we just trying to make money somehow, even if it's off of each other. I like that, and I kind of wish that this episode ran a little more with that feeling of, you just know, this is how we interact with each other. Yeah. I think that you can have the horror element added in, but I think we go away from just mundane time on the ship as soon as possible. Like, it jumps to something uh, Spike that... making kebabs, like, with a flamethrower. Yeah, with a flamethrower and them being yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's that the episode gets rid of too many characters too fast. I think that makes it into one of the better Spike episodes so far, just because yeah. there's no, like, aura of mysticism around Spike in this episode. He's just this dude who's annoyed and, like, scared and, like, chasing mm-hmm. after this thing. So I think it leads to some good human Spike moments. But as yeah, far as the rest I of like the cast... I like said human Spike moments, right? Yeah. I mean, Spike is, like, trying to kill a bug, essentially. We've all been there. Where yeah. We keep fucking failing, and we're like, how am I losing... It's a little more serious than that because as far as he knows, the people that are being bit could die. Are about to die, yeah. But you're right that it's him with a fly swatter except it's a (laughs) gun and a flamethrower. Yeah, and fucking like tear gas or something. (laughs) 
This is a relatively decent Ed episode. I think Ed's the only other character that really gets much. To I love do Ed this, in episode. this episode. There are a couple times when Ed grates on my nerves just a little bit, but then there are also times where I think Ed is really funny. There's the moment where yeah. Ed's singing different words that rhyme that are disconnected from each other. That doesn't do it justice, yeah. but it was a little bit that I thought was cute and funny. Yeah, I like Ed. I wrote down, because I've been keeping track of like, things that are important for you to know about like the world of the show. And one of the things I wrote down is Ed just makes me smile. I love Ed. Like Aww. Ed, especially the more I watch the show, the more I love Ed. The first time I watched it, I was kind of with you. I was like, sometimes I think Ed's funny, but sometimes it's a little like obnoxious. But that's kind of the point, I guess. I, I, I love Ed. Realize why Ed is a necessary member of this cast. Mm-hmm. Ed and Faye both, because they Faye in a different way, because they bring some levity to what's a pretty heavy thing. Yeah, Spike is so serious. Jet's so serious. We'll see in the next episode. We're getting back into some Spike backstory becoming relevant in the in the present kind of stuff and and that's really heavy so it's really nice to have a character like ed that can goof around or can find joy in anything even being hunted down by a by a space yeah. thing and you say that i know that i admit i was wrong in the recap or whatever thinking that ed had gotten bitten but i feel like wouldn't ed have the same effects if not worse by eating the thing it was meant to be eaten we eat poisonous stuff all the time I eat stickers all the time, dude. I eat stickers all the time. I would have loved if this episode was going to go a little more gonzo and be like mm -hmm. a one-off thing. What if Ed ate it and then like became a blob? Turned into like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. I also think it's a missed opportunity in this episode with Ayn. Ayn was like on it, like knew that something was up from right away. And you could have had Ayn with Spike till the end of the episode. You could have a whole subplot of Ayn yeah. chasing this thing through the ship because and it animals been are good at that. Yeah, you're right. A really sad, effective moment when Ayn gets taken oh. out. Yeah, that was so sad. Hearing the little dog whimper. Nothing hurts worse when you're watching. Even though you know it's fake and even animation, but live action especially, when you're watching something and a, and a dog is hurt, very upsetting. Oh, makes me want to cry. Yeah. So I wrote down a couple of things, truly, literally a couple of things that are important in the grand scheme it's of things. It's a light episode. episode. I don't think that's what makes the episode a slightly less than usual no. episode. I think it could be light on all those things and be great. My standout has been the Sea Rat episode or whatever. Mm -hmm. What was that? Sea Rats? Is that yeah, what Yeah, the were? Sea Rat. The I really like that episode, and it didn't offer a lot as far as the overarching story. It was just yeah. a fun adventure. So this could have been great, but what did it It could have? have. There's a really cool moment uh, with the sound design where Spike is sitting at the computer, and he has Ed in one ear and Faye in the other, and mm -hmm. at least on Hulu, it goes through in surround sound, so it, it's like directional, which I think is headphones. always really cool. I am like yeah. a big slut for that shit in like music, too. Like If you do like the different things for each ear... I think it's 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 really cool production wise. It's annoying and you can turn it off, but No, I've been trying to fight it and not bring it up, but I am so obsessed with the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once and mm -hmm. you've got to go see it in in the biggest theater you can because the sound is fucking incredible. That's great. 
the really sound like effects, the I don't know, just the layered sound and being in a theater where you can hear every single detail of everything. Like it, it's such a good sound movie. And if you're an audiophile like that, mm-hmm. seeing something on like a small screen, some it doesn't do it justice. Yeah, I gotta go check it out. You've got to. Um, it's the other the thing that I wrote time. down is a little thing that it's good to just be aware of it. When Ed was walking through the ship, there was like that little smiley face in the background. Mm-hmm. That's kind of Ed's like hacker stuff. So that essentially means yeah. that Ed is like ingrained in like the bebop and stuff with sure. her stuff. That's about it. <laughs> sure. Well, I would also like to talk about, you know, usually we talk about the action and the music in mm-hmm. episodes. Is there anything music wise to hang on to in this one? It's pretty quiet, which I like. Yeah, it's pretty quiet. There's a song at the end, but it's not an original song. It's the. I can't remember what it's called, but the... Mm-hmm. Oh, about yeah, it. it's a classical um, music. Uh, Animation-wise, I really, really liked some of the setup shots at the beginning. There's one of, like, the ashtray full of cigarettes, because they've just been sitting there mm. the whole time with, like, a beard next to it. I think that image is really, really well done, and, and a lot of time was put into that one frame, which is really cool. I think there's a couple shots of... I love the way they animate Ed. I think his movement is... Or her their movement is so unique. And it looks almost inhuman, and I think it's supposed to, and I think the way that they well, animate Well, one of the best things in animation is when the characters move distinctly to their personality, when they don't just all have the same movement cycles, because sometimes shows do do that, when mm-hmm. this character has this type of facial expression and this type of movement, and I yeah. think that adds a lot of depth. Even though they're still larger than life, it makes them seem a little bit more like real people. Mm-hmm. And the blob. I like how the blob's animated. I like stuff like that. Yeah. It moves around. Yeah. The only thing in this episode that I don't like animation-wise, and it's because early digital integration to hand-drawn animation is not fleshed out at the time of Cowboy Bebop being sure. made. And, and sometimes by it today, they can do it really well. Yeah. But even today's anime, there are some that do it really poorly. You know, there are some, like, UFO Table is a studio that does it really, really, really well. But there are some that absolutely do not do it well, and it looks really bad. And I think the little, like, tubular, whatever the blob was running through the ship, that's a little bit iffy for me. It didn't add much to the episode, really. It's an interesting concept, but it's clear that, like, when I first watched the episode, it's almost too dark to even make out what's happening Mm -hmm. in the I had forgotten about it until you mentioned it on, like, talking about this, because it's so in and out for me it doesn't add a lot to the episode and it's a cool idea i love when they push things like that but often i'm such a sucker nowadays that everything is computer generated which is great Mm -hmm. last night i saw an animated film in the movie theater i saw the bad guys and it was like it animation wise it was awesome the movie was good but nothing Mm -hmm. it wasn't incredible but the animation was awesome. I actually saw it in 3D. And it was the oh. first time in a long time that I saw a movie in 3D. And I actually thought it added to it. Oh, that's cool. It wasn't like... There was nothing like built for 3D really in the movie. Sure. But the animation style was really cool. And seeing mm-hmm. it in that depth was really cool. Well, and that's the thing I feel about 3D movies nowadays. Is it's more so to add depth so you feel like you're there. As opposed to, you know, harken back to Spy Kids 3D when it's a bunch of like things flying at you 3d well it's because 3d isn't really the standard of cool anymore like imax or dolby is the way that you want to go see a movie 3d is more like the animated movies you take a kid to see it yeah so movies aren't incorporating things for 3d in their movie Mm mm-hmm 
they're not like adding 3D tricks. It's just like which I think thing. is good because there's nothing worse than that. <laughs> Whoa, my yo-yos out. Let's of talk about our captain of the Bebop, Mister. Yeah, I want you to go first, yo-yo. Zach. I don't know. It's kind of a tough episode to pick, so I think I'm gonna go with Spike just because I haven't often, and I like his little plight in this episode. Sure. I had to go with Radical Edward this week for me. I sure. think it's a great Ed episode. Ed's the only one who's like alive, I guess, at the end. So, Well, next week, now that we've gotten through this one, uh, a little blip in the series, but not a bad one. I think I like it a little yeah. bit more than you do, but it is kind of over as soon as it's over and it's ready to move mm-hmm. on. I feel like we squeezed a decent amount of juice out of it, though. Yeah, we did. I'm impressed. I, I was wondering if this one's going to be hard to talk about for half an hour because I don't really care yeah. for it, but we did well, it. Well... Next week, what's the next one called? Is it Jupiter Jazz? Jupiter Jazz! We're talking about Jupiter Jazz Part 1 next week. Part gonna... 1 of maybe the two best episodes of the show. Sure. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to dive deep into it. And I'm excited to talk about it with all the people that listen to this. Heck yeah! Do you have anything last to say to the people? Yeah, don't keep space lobsters in your fridge for a year no, unless you want to no, get no. big old Keep them lobsters frozen. Don't yeah, put them in the fridge. Yeah, I gotta freeze them. Don't freeze them, lobsters. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Support this show and our podcast network at patreon.com slash podcast. We're starting at $5 a month you can get immediate access to all 40 outrageous sessions of Brokeback Bebop. See you next time, Space Cowboy.